This is Henry retesting the microphone. I'm saying words. Words have been said. Michael, you want to say some words? I'd love to say some words. Words are my favourite thing to say. Great. Talking about stuff, talking about things, talking about you, talking about me. It's none of our country. And we are celebrating. It is Canberra. Hello, my name is Henry. Welcome to Canberra, Conversations in the Capital. Today, I am joined by Michael Wilkinson, co-founder and creative director of Escape Rooms Canberra. Located in Phillip, Michael opened the doors to Escape Rooms Canberra alongside childhood friend Mitchell Young around half a decade ago. Since then, they have been a major contributor to this city's growing obsession with escape rooms and problem solving, becoming at the forefront of this charge within the nation's capital. Housing some of Canberra's best puzzles, Michael and Mitchell's escape rooms are fun, innovative, and simply classic. Michael, how are we doing today? So good, mate. After that, wow. Thank well, you. We're, we're currently sitting in the garden party, escape room Canberra's function space and cocktail bar, and you've just given me a really cool behind-the-scenes tour of this place. I've always thought Canberra to have some of the best escape rooms per capita, and the ones that your team have created have all been absolutely stand-up. Before we go any further, though, I think it might be beneficial for a quick... I guess, summary of what an escape room is for people listening that may not be familiar. Yeah, so an, an escape room, I pretty much explain this to everybody who comes in. It's it's in the name of the business, so you have to <laughs> escape from a room. Uh, basically, how you do that is you solve a series of puzzles and riddles and stuff like that, and you, you have a time limit, usually it's 60 minutes, we mm-hmm. do 70 because value for money here at Escape Rooms Canberra. And yeah, and you have to, you have to essentially beat the clock and, and escape the room on time. Escape rooms kind of like evolved now more into this kind of like thematic and, and uh, narrative thing where you can kind of really immerse yourself while solving the puzzles. And yeah. Great. Well, let's let's talk early days. I know I've chatted with friends before about creating an escape room. You know, one specific mate and I had even brainstormed ideas for an afternoon, but then we never went any further with it. So often these days, we rarely have the time or the money to follow through. But you two did it, which is amazing. What initially pushed you and Mitchell into creating all of this back in 2016? I was, I was at university at the time and Mitch was traveling around. So I was doing an elective in journalism mm-hmm. and I was studying creative writing. So Bachelor of Writing at UC. We had to do like a, a culture piece on like, you know, like camera culture, stuff like that. And I stumbled across the, the Riddle Room Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So Chris and Jesse from Riddle Room started a Kickstarter to essentially fund opening up Riddle Room. So I tried to interview them. And if they would have gotten back to me, it would have been done. That, that would have been it. I would have just asked them a few questions. They wouldn't have like their main competitor in Canberra. It would have, just been, would have, been, would have been sorted, but they never got back to me. So I ended up a couple, couple weeks later going down to Melbourne. And I was just like, man, let's just... Because the, the assignment was due like that next week. So, sure. um, so I was like, let's just let's cover this in. I ended up getting on to... This dude called Owen, Owen Spear, who started the first escape room in Australia. Okay. So escape rooms cool. Melbourne. So we ended up he ended up agreeing to be interviewed by me. And so we met at the Melbourne Botanical Gardens and he was just he just asked me this one question, which question I used to get a lot. It was like, What are you gonna do after uni? And I was hmm. like, Well <laughs> probably not my <laughs> case. <laughs> um so he was like, Why don't you just start an escape room? Like there's no escape rooms officially in Canberra yet. Agreement happened to possibly like take one of his one of his themes, which ended up being magic, and and open it up in Canberra. So I got onto Mitch, who at the time had just gotten back from Malaysia, and he'd done heaps of escape rooms, loved them. Mm. 
he was coming back with like this, oh yeah, there's this cool new thing, like escape rooms. Um, <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, bro, like, dude, let, like let's make him. And so I'm, I'm a big ideas person. So mm-hmm. like I'm the type of person to sit there for an afternoon and just, you know, talk about stuff and like dream it up and, and get really excited about it and then not do much with it. Whereas Mitch is, is, is a doer, you know what I mean? Like ah, he will the follow through, man. He, oh, God, <laughs> man. Does he ever follow through? Um, so, so, uh, Mitch was the exact right person to get on board and we, we'd always wanted to like do something, mm. like start a business, do something kind of different and bring that to Canberra. So just, it was all a bit of a whirlwind from there. We got an ABN and then we, we got the lease to this place and started building. But like, I, I, I never would have known how to start doing something, you know, like, like of how course. to, you, you stand there, like we, we demoed the, the place. Um, and then you stand there in an empty room, you're like, <laughs> I don't know where to start from here. And he's just like, oh, sweet, let's do this. And then from there, it, it just all kind of like kicked off. We opened the magic room, mm-hmm. but we, um, we had no experience in, in, in building escape rooms. Yeah. Um, so that's why we kind of initially started with one of one of Owen's rooms, thinking that like we'll just open this up and get a like dip our toes and kind of thing. But then sure. we're like, after seeing it and putting it all together and stuff, we're like, man, we can do this. Like, <laughs> we can do this easily. So that's when the idea for Salem started. And then we built Salem, and then we all our room names have five letters in them. That's that's just what, right. That's what we do. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, of course, because the other two rooms that are currently on offer. Uh, House on the Hill, but that's more commonly known as Salem. Salem. Yeah. And my personal favorite, The Vault. Yeah. Uh, describe each one briefly to me, as, as well as your thought process behind coming up with each of them. Salem, The House on the Hill was... We, we were kind of looking for like a, a different style of room to do. Mm-hmm. Kind of something that we hadn't really seen done too, too much. The Vault, at this point, we'd planned The Vault to be like a bank heist room. Sure. Um, so we're like, that's been done a lot. So let's do something for Salem, for the yeah. House on the Hill, that hasn't been done a lot. So I ended up on like uh, like watching an ad for the History Channel and it was like something about the Salem Witch Trials. And I was like, <laughs> this is cool. Whoop. Like we could, like not cool. Like, definitely not cool, but like, <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> um, and I kind of like thought of a, the, the amount of kind of things that you can do with like witchcraft and stuff like that. Like, and not like too gimmicky, like Harry Potter kind sure, of witchcraft, sure. but like actual, that kind of like a little bit more realistic, a little bit more spooky, a little bit more kind of like, you know, occult um, <laughs> was was kind of like one of the things we went with at the time. So, and then I was jogging, I was jogging and I was like, Dad, let's do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why jogging had anything to do with it, but... So I listen to I listen to instrumental orchestral epic music when I jog. Right. Um, and Clint Mansell's "Death Is a Road to All" came on. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but if yeah. you've seen the Fountain, it, it's one of the songs of that. And I was like, witchcraft, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be this. <laughs> you're, running, you're running past so, people, and they're just like, this guy must be listening to some like intense, like <laughs> high beat music, you know? And you're just they're like, witchcraft, 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 baby. <laughs> Witches, man. Uh, <laughs> So that's how Salem came about, and um, and the vault, as I said before, it was supposed to be a bank heist room. And the the story behind that it was like you know the world's best bank, and you're breaking into it, and you're you're stealing something. We decided to get classic, classic, classic thing. Plot, so, right? and at this point, this is before we you know really like made that much money. Not that like we do make heaps of money, but like this is when the budget was like pretty tight you know to to build a new room you can't like splurge too much so we're using pvc and and metallic paint stuff like that and it it looked pretty good but 
you take a step into the room and you're like, this is supposed to be the world's best bang. And you're like, mm, is it really though? Um, so we had one test of that room and it was disastrous. It was, Ooh. we ended up just sitting on the floor afterwards, just being like, wow, oh. that was like, like all first tests are terrible. Sure. Um, we just tested out this card game the other night and it was abysmal. Okay. So first <laughs> tests of anything, Psychic Killer, awful. The worst game I've ever played <laughs> the first time we played it. But, sure, sure. Um, this was especially bad. Like, this was like, where do we go from here? So, we kind of just like, let's just put a pin in it for a week and we just kind of left it. Yeah. And then um, another the other bloke that kind of works with us now, Tom, Mitch's little brother, who mm-hmm. does our tech and stuff, we were just standing there and he was like, he was like, let's just make it like not, let's make it purposely not look good. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's go the other way. Let's make this like a, a post-apocalyptic deal. Like, let's make yeah. this like a... Uh, an old nuclear vault kind of inspired by like fallout and stuff like that and sure. we were like sweet yeah like we can just all this stuff we can just rust it up uh, we can grab a bunch of junk from the green shed and stuff like that we can put it in and then just change the storyline a little bit so there were things we already had built yeah that inside the vault like the laser hallway that mm-hmm. kind of like works more in like a, a bank heist kind of theme but it still works in that nuclear vault kind of theme absolutely so we, we kind of like, yeah, came up with that theme really, we, we, we had already kind of announced the opening date as well. So, um, but like most of the puzzles were good and, and everything was pretty solid. We just had to kind of re-theme it and yeah, we, we, we did that and, and that's kind of how the vault came about. Yeah, that definitely wasn't brief. But, <laughs> no, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was great and, and, and the rest is history. Yeah, so that's how it all started. It was all just doing a... <laughs> like, just doing it, doing just, it. Just, <laughs> like, it was, it was the, the prospect of bartender for like the rest of my life um, with a creative writing degree <laughs> or, or start an escape room so yeah, yeah. Super, super glad we did it because it was, it was awesome Personally, I think that an important element for any escape room is that once you figure out how to solve a part of it, that the actual solving process should not then be exceptionally tricky. And whenever I do an escape room that consists of puzzles which don't follow that rule, I'm always a little thrown, you know, or a little put off. Do you have any specific pet peeves about escape rooms which you consider both when creating your own and when you attempt others? And do you have any escape room tropes that you consider, like, top tier? So when I go and do an escape room, I'm not too picky. I'm not very good at escape rooms. So um, I I hate seeing an escape room like you, like, go to their website and it's like 5% success rate. You're like, that's... Who? That's Nobody (laughs) wants that, man. I don't think anybody wants that. Yeah. And it's just like just pointlessly difficult, like needlessly difficult, you sure. know what I mean? Like, as you said, once you once you understand something, you should be able to solve it from there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess pointlessly difficult things in rooms, no matter what it is, mm. or just like kind of like monotonous, like I, I once did an escape room where there was just like, there was a key ring with, with 7,000 keys <laughs> on it, and you just like, and I just picked it up and... and immediately put it back down. I was like, you're kidding me. Surely, (laughs) surely, this is not it. This is not... Um, And so, but we had something like that in Magic. Back when we used to have Magic, we had all these keys, all these blank keys, and they had little tags on them that were were red herrings, like literal the fish herring, (laughs) and and they were red. So, like, we kind of, like, did that, but, like, really tongue-in-cheek. And and I think there's... 
there's no way with escapers really to like reinvent the wheel too much. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's only so much you can do short of like you know multi-million dollar budgets. Sure, um, yeah. And there are things that work, like you know, obviously a big use in escape rooms is like UV paint and stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm going to shine this UV torch and and, and we're going to reveal something. And that's great for an escape room because you can hold off the point of reveal until you give them that torch. It's not just unlocking something and revealing it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a new way of revealing something. But that's been done before. Mm. Um, so gratuitous use of, of UV is, yeah. is definitely like a... It's a crutch. Um, and so for a while, we, we held off on using UV because, mm. you know, we didn't want to do that. But then I got to thinking like, why don't we like you know subvert some expectations like turn this on its head use it a bit differently than how it's going to be used before like let's just not reveal a code on a wall like let's let's use uv to reveal a code on like a keypad kind of thing like something like that um or let's use uv to like completely change the environment of a room like let's let's plaster the walls with so much UV, like in Magic, we just have ha-has like all over the thing. So when you're in it with the lights on, it's like an innocuous, like innocent room. But then when you turn the UV on, it's like, what is happening? And so so that's how we kind of, we, we like to get something that people expect and make it unexpected. But a good escape room will, will like play to their strengths. That's it. So. During the COVID-19 shutdowns, you have created a card game, Psycho Killer. You mentioned it before. I had a play of it recently. Absolutely fantastic. This bad boy contains elements of new era games, such as Exploding Kittens, but also has a nice old school feel to it with its aesthetic and game mechanisms. What was the process behind creating this card game to go along with Escape Room's camera, and how has it all gone so far? With Psycho Killer, um, we, we initially started off last uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we tried to make a game, just on a whim, we tried to make a, a, a board game, <laughs> called Armada. Was this one of your in the car thought process things and you rushed out? Yes. Like, All right, absolutely. Time. Like, we're making, a, we're making this. We're doing this now. Like, stop everything. Because <laughs> we're now on this. So, so we, we were um, coming up with this game called Armada and we, we tried it a few times. It didn't really go so well. But then at the start of last year, so the start of 2020, I um, was like, nah, let's do armada again let's, <laughs> let's give that a third shot um and so one of the songs that i was listening to so when i come up with things just really briefly mm-hmm. um when i come up with things i, I listen to music so sure. i will put on like the same 10 songs that are like thematically appropriate to what i'm trying to come up with mm. and i will just listen to them over and over and over yeah, again cool. and everybody hates me for it um <laughs> but that's just that's how i have to how i have to do it so one of the songs that i was listening to a lot for Armada was Psycho Killer. Mm. The talking head song Psycho yeah. Killer. Um, acoustic version. The of acoustic course. version is so much better than the other version. <laughs> it, you can't compare them. So <laughs> I was listening to that and I was in the shower. So classic shower thought. Classic and shower I was listening thought. to Psycho Killer in the shower. And I'm like, wouldn't it be sweet if there was a game like called Psycho Killer? And that's just how it started. So I was like, let's do it. So I started obsessing over Psycho Killer and then I switched my like alien music to horror music yeah. <laughs> and then I started thinking about um, Psycho Killer and so I, I, I like horror I like how it's really like kind of like gimmicky and, and all full of tropes and stuff like that and then now the newer horror kind of movies are trying to like subvert those expectations yeah. and stuff so I, I, I love all of that so yeah and just got to like thinking a lot about Psycho Killer and then tried to come up with a game that first playthrough was disastrous <laughs> um but then kind of refined it and this all was coinciding with 
like COVID-19 happening and stuff like that. And yeah. we had already play tested and had like successful runs of Psycho Killer before we shut down. So it was kind of that thing we we're going to put like, you know, to the side for a little bit and we're just going to play way out and then maybe do it. But then when we shut down for COVID, we were like, well, let's do this. So developed a little bit more, got some proper cards printed, played with the guys from Riddle Room. Hey, um, nice. Yeah, and then they, they were like, you guys should do a Kickstarter for this. And I was like, nah, like, no. Um, <laughs> but they're like, nah, do it. And then I got to think, and I was like, all right, sweet, let's, we'll, we'll do a Kickstarter. Cobbled something together, like, overnight, really thinking that, like, not much was going to come from it. Sure. Um, but just kind of backing the idea a little bit. And then it just blew up from there. We ended up, like, tripling our, the fundraising amount that, that we wanted to set. And then from that point onwards, it's been, like, a fairly big like whirlwind just like oh wow like we make games now like yeah. this is this is i never would have thought i'd make escape rooms let alone like card games and stuff so but we got a really good response we got like a global response yeah um so a third of our backers were from the states a lot from the uk canada one went to russia you know what i mean like that was like <laughs> sending it off to russia was like okay well sweet like yeah mr worldwide there you like, go Three um <laughs> And, like, the box design is, is probably, like, one of the things that people like the most about it. So, um, it's intriguing. And ever since then, we've sold it, like, quite successfully. Like, just very, very steady sales. And people people are people eat it up a little bit. Like, um, <laughs> we've got, like, this drive-in movie theatre that, that sent us a message asking us for, like, prizes for their game. Like, it's in Pennsylvania, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, never would have I thought that something that I made would you know, be like the feature item of some trivia <laughs> night in, in Pennsylvania. Um, some dude sends a message, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life, um, work-wise. <laughs> um, some dude flicks us a message on Instagram. He's like, hey, yo, I'm like a screenwriter from New York. <laughs> He's like, I would love to discuss getting the rights to Psycho Killer so I can turn it into... A movie, and he's like, he's like, kind of like, kind of like Jumanji meets slasher horror, and I was like, that's the best idea ever. Like, I'm not giving you the rights to Psycho Killer, but that's the best idea You're ever. Right You're on the right track. <laughs> We're on you. So. Name some escape rooms you've attempted, which you've exceptionally enjoyed, as well as if there's an all-time favourite. Exceptionally enjoyed. Shout-outs, obviously, go to the boys out in Riddle Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only are they, like, just, like, great friends of ours, and we do have that healthy little competition with them, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's it. they do a really dope room, and then we try and do something better. Granted, we haven't put anything new out in a while, but, <laughs> um, but they, we, I, I always love doing their rooms. Also, I get a little bit of, like, room envy. Yeah, them. That's, that's a sign of a good room if I'm sitting there just like God, why didn't I come up with that um, but yeah so so those rooms Revelation a shout out goes to them as well super creative uh, super well thought out and they've put some really good stuff together but the the tippy top tippy top and I think this is just like in the escape room community in in, in Australia Cypher escape rooms everybody loves mm. Cypher escape rooms in Newtown and the Marlow Hotel is just so cool like it's so okay. cool it's like old 
like 19, I don't know, 30s, like gangster kind of thing. Mm. Um, and the gimmick in the room is that everything is either black, white or grey. Wow. So they ask you to wear black, white or grey. Oh, dang. So you That's feel really like cool. you're in like a, you know, black and white movie. But like, so it's, it's, it's pretty fun. So Mitch and I do escape rooms together and Mitch is always like very serious and I don't take escape rooms. So, so I always try and get into character. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, see yeah. you where we're going to investigate the Marlowe Hotel, Mitch. And he's just like rolling his eyes right through it. Like, he's like, this needs to end. Like, I'm just enjoying us. And like, if there's ever a gun in an escape room, I'm like, oh, just oh my, we're doing this. This <laughs> is like shooting stuff and like like won't let like anybody go into a room until I've like scoped it out. <laughs> like um, Mitch is like the time is yes, running no, out. Like literally, there is enough. Like, like, no, no. <laughs> I'll get us more time. Like, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so so that that's definitely definitely a highlight. Um, I haven't been able to do our own rooms, obviously, so like I can't can't list them. But um, yeah. But uh, you, you'd rate them though. Oh yeah, no, like they're 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 top tier. They're they're outstanding. But, um, no, it's yeah, it's 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 those rooms, and they're obviously like every escape room you do. Like somebody has obviously put in put in a lot of time and effort and stuff like that. So every escape is kind of different, and each escape room you do, you you appreciate um, certain things about it. So yeah, every escape room is yeah. definitely an experience. But those ones are like the ones that you like sweet. They're, they're really good. There you go. And well, speaking of the city. Recommend to me a hidden gem of a location in Canberra and sell to me why I should go visit. Since COVID happened, I have not been out much. Um, <laughs> but pre-COVID, yeah. pre-COVID, place that, that was, was super cool that I, that I loved going to and kind of like getting getting to be creative, like taking my laptop and mm-hmm. work on stuff. Um, it's it's called Church. Yeah. And not like, <laughs> like Church Church. It's, the, it's a, it's a uh, like cafe, bar, slash like skate shop um, oh, type thing called Church. And it's, 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 I don't know if, how hidden it is, but it's in, um, it's in the, the alleyway that goes through the Melbourne building. Oh, sure. Lane. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's just like, it's just like a little, like tiny little thing. They, they're like really cool, like people that work there, do a great coffee, do some awesome food, um, do like really good vegan food and stuff. And it's just, it's just such a vibe. You know what I mean? Like they've, they've, they've really like got the, the vibe like absolutely, absolutely down. And it's right in the middle of the city. But it still feels like a hidden gem. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's that type of place. Um, so definitely, definitely recommend that. Yeah, no, great. And now that everything's slowly returning to normal in Canberra, what does the future hold for Michael and Escape Rooms Canberra? So we um, we've got a, a new room coming mm-hmm. that like a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. <laughs> um, we opened Vault in 2016, and we haven't. Over anything new since, so um, we have a new room coming. It'll be called Curio, mm-hmm. and it's just there's a reason why it's it's taken so long. You know, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be re- like super cool. That room will also be uh, a double room. Oh, um, a couple months after we open Curio, we're gonna open uh, a room in that space called Ultra, mm-hmm. which will be completely different. Like it'll be in the same space, but it'll be like a completely different theme, very different vibe as well. Yeah, Curio is gonna be like quite like light and fun and stuff like that. Ultra will be like pretty like pretty intense, pretty full on. So we're looking forward to doing that because that'll, that'll be something we haven't tried before, and it'll it'll be really exciting. We also will have a new card game out hey. sooner rather than later. Um, working title, non-linear. Um, nice. It'll be like a, an espionage time travel game. Yeah. Um, and we tested that for the first time 
uh, on on Monday, and just looking looking forward to to seeing where we can go with that because it's it's quite unique and, and we're pretty excited for that. So hopefully some new stuff on the horizon. Apart from that, just yeah. Sounds like there's a lot lined up. That is yeah, that is so yeah, awesome. Well, finally, the floor is open, my friend. Is there anything you'd particularly like to say to the people listening? Yeah, thanks for listening, I guess, <laughs> to me. Um, nah, if, if you're looking for something to do, obviously, like, head on out and, and try some of the escape rooms in Canberra. They're, they're all, like, it's just such great quality and it's such a good time to have. If you're looking for, like, a, something to do at home, Grab a coffee psycho killer. It's pretty fun. If if you if you like stabbing your friends in the back and, and betraying your friends, like it, it's it's perfect for that. <laughs> um, and yeah, just just keep keep supporting Canberra, like Canberra local things and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the city, and um, like we're we're all we're, it's such like just a rich community of creatives and mm. and uh, really great small businesses and stuff. So when you can shop local and um, and, and buy local and party local I guess so <laughs> and listen to this podcast it's dope man like, I love it I'm so into it oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm season 2 baby like, there you go there we go get into it Michael Wilkinson thank you so much for chatting today it's been so much fun thank you cheers folks my name is Henry this has been Conversations in the Capital stay safe be kind and we'll see you all soon Talking about stuff, talking about things, talking about you, talking about me, it's none of our country. And we are celebrating, it is Canberra. Conversations in the capital. I'm going to, let me think, let me think. Okay. Because we could possibly re-ask that question because I did not think about it. Where's a good, I don't get out much. <laughs> Since COVID, like, is Moosehead's been said? Like, Moosehead's yes, not been said. If you want to, yes, if yes, you want to straight up say moves. downstairs Moose to, to, to people listening to this I kind of do. <laughs> like, it's fun. 